Hello guys, it's Charlie from ACSC here. Just a quick one before the episode starts, which will follow this little quick uh, message for you guys. If you are really enjoying what content we're creating, and it will mean the world if you guys are, uh, but I've been in contact recently just looking around for other podcasts, and I found one created by Simon, uh, Thomas and Darren, who are based up north in Liverpool, I believe. Um, they create really good content, very similar videos to sort of what we do, a bit more spin on it. I've watched quite a few episodes, and they're really well produced, and obviously the latest one come out, which is about the ultimate midfielder attacker. It's quite a controversial one, a few different opinions in there, uh, and it's something we would definitely like to uh, work with them in the future. They're called Free Men and a Football is the uh, podcast, and I'll put a link to them uh, below we'll see their youtube they're on youtube spotify Apple podcast as well but their youtube is what we're going to be venturing into where you can actually see them with their faces which it's a really cool aspect so please guys take a listen to them and i hope you enjoy it and i hope you enjoy the episode which will start now for yourself Hello guys and welcome back to the ACSE podcast. My name is Charlie and as usual we are back again. I just say thank you very much for all the great support we've had recently. Uh, the last episode has been a bit of another controversial one but mm-hmm. great yes. uh, great response and it's been really good. I'll quickly pass over to the usual co-host Adil. Hello guys again. Yeah it's me again. Um, this one we're actually recording face to face well in a, in a house with our guest special who I will let Charles introduce in a second. Again thank you from me as well for the overwhelming support we've had throughout the seven episodes so far. This is obviously episode eight now. Um, and like I say, again, thank you for supporting us. There'll be a lot more special announcements coming up as well very soon. Again, that you, you'll you see soon on our Insta Lives and everything as well. Um, but I'll just pass it back to Charles to introduce our special guest today. So yeah, we have Elliot Hughes on this week. He's a school friend of ours as well, yes. uh, but plays golf. So this is what we're gonna to touch on at first. He's known for a bit of his golf career, now doing other ventures into other things. So. Pass it over to Elliot. Yeah, cheers guys, thanks for uh, having me on. It's been uh, a pleasure for me to come on as well. I really like what you boys are doing, so I want to be a part of it. It's nice to... I just may add quickly that we are still abiding by the distance rules. Yes, of course. Two metres apart. <laughs> yeah, that's very important. Just make that clear. <laughs> yes, yeah. of course. Uh, so we'll go straight into it, obviously. Known you from school, etc., and obviously, you've been know you massive golf fan, etc., going to school. So, what made you get into golf, first of all, really? Well, um, golf is interesting. So, when when I was younger, I never um, obviously I played football because of my, my my pals. But my dad's he's Welsh, so it's very rugby orientated. So I played rugby growing okay. up as a little kid, and then I got into a bit of badminton. Um, okay. Throughout school, which was really fun, got yeah, yeah. to quite a good standard. Um, but then I went to the drum range once with my dad. And we was there for a good hour and 20 minutes. And for an hour and 15 minutes, I couldn't hit a golf ball. Did, did your dad <laughs> play golf prominently? He tries. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he tries. Okay. He, okay. Bless him. No, he's, he's all right. <laughs> yeah. He's all right. He doesn't play. He plays like once or twice a year. So, okay. So he's all right. Um, but yeah, as I was saying, that driving range session, for the good hour and 15 minutes, I couldn't hit it. And then the last ball, I, I hit a good one. And I was like, I need to come back. Yeah. Just like, yeah. perfect. You feel good about it. Yeah, you yeah. do. And, and, and that's how golf gets addictive. It is an addictive sport because oh, it is harder than what people think like mm. I've so many that. people come to the range and they're standing there I see them all the time with a driver trying to hit the ball as far as they can they end yeah. up hitting it like two foot in front of them yeah, yeah. So, no, like myself many times, <laughs> many times yeah. yeah as I said so it's like golf's the sport I like playing as well probably not to the level you no. etc but I like, like I've always said to people getting into it it's not 
as easy as just picking a club nah, up. There's nah, so absolutely. much that has to nah, go in, yeah. etc. With it. Yeah. So obviously you played to a quite a good level, from yeah. what I know. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so from I was about, I was school days, weren't it? Really? Yeah, like, like ten, when I was like, ten, eleven, that was when I first started playing golf. Mm-hmm. And then I knew I was, I was um, getting serious about it because I started. You know, um, my dad was paying me to have lessons all yeah, the time. Okay. Uh, you know, I was at the golf course. You know, before school, after school, till like ten o'clock at night. Walk, okay. walk home because the golf course, um, Windmill Hill, which yeah, is yeah, close to from, us here. Yeah. From from here, so I used to walk. So mum didn't uh, give me a lift, or well, occasionally if it was raining or something. But I'd go off my own back because I enjoyed it so much. And that's when I sort of went, oh, I'm taking this quite seriously. Yeah. Did Did you like? Obviously, because you got into golf, did yeah. you in, like? You know when you said you had that shot where you were last one you hit, and you were like, "Oh, I hit a good shot." Yeah. Did you have like a passion for it? Because you know when we watch football, for example, we watch it with passion and then we yeah. play with passion. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite hard to play a sport without yeah. like, having a passion for it and then playing it. So oh. Did you actually quite enjoy golf? Yeah, I, th- I think I think with all sports. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, but I feel like the passion grows. Of course it does, yeah. I that's think exactly as, what I say, yeah. As, so it was like, I've got a, quite an addictive personality as well, so um, I'll talk about that later yeah, with maybe why my career didn't go as well. Yeah, because we can we'll touch on that. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll touch on that later. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, as soon as you, as soon as I hit that good one, I had to go back. And when mm-hmm. I went back, mm-hmm. then it's like, right, I've got to go back tomorrow. Addictive. Not, that, yeah, that and addictive then, then the next day, mm-hmm. and then the next day. Yeah, and then yeah. that's where the passion comes through. And then you're watching it on TV. You know, you're watching it before you go to bed. Yeah. You're putting in your bedroom. Yeah. This is to win the open. <laughs> your bedroom's that, your bedroom's yeah, that big that you can yeah. put in your bedroom. Mum's wow, like okay. yelling at me. So, um, yeah. I think so how did that take off then after, like, how did you, like, almost progress in the golf Yeah. Club? So it went, so then I, then I joined the golf club um, as a member um, and to get my handicap as well. Okay. So I got my handicap uh, 36 as a junior, so I was off 36 on okay. the first night, which is the right. highest handicap yeah, you can cool. have. Yeah. And then I, in, a, in a year, I got down to 12. How old was you when that, that progression uh, happened? I was 12. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so 12, very 13. Young, very young. Yeah. Um, and then when I, when I got to 12, for the longest time, mm. and it baffled me till now, I was like, I, I couldn't get down to that single figure handicap that I really mm. wanted. Yeah. Um, so that took a lot of work, changed a few coaches. Yeah. And um, yeah, about I think 15 years old, um, I was now off seven. So it took me a good three years yeah. to get to that point. I presume um, the lower you come down, the harder it probably gets. Right? Yeah, so. well, the, the easier, but the harder yeah. if you're playing um, like a game where handicaps matter, like Stableford. Okay. Um, so basically, if you don't know what Stableford is, you get the higher handicap, the more shots you get on holes. Oh right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's where the stroke index of a golf hole. That's another topic, but that's basically <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So as 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 you as you get a lower handicap, you get better at the game. Okay. But it does become harder because you get less like mulligans or less chances like to 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 go to to be. Oh, I've had a bad shot there. It's all right. I get a, a shot on this hole. It's, you don't get that. It's like yeah. oh no, I'm really in the in in the crap here. So. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Next question, obviously, I've got as well is, like, your you played golf for how many years? Did you say you, you kind of was stuck at it for? Or? Uh, so, eight eight years. Yeah. Eight eight. No. Eight ten years. Yeah. Eight years. As so I got in eight years, I got down to four. Got a handicap of four. Yeah. yeah. And then what kind of? Because obviously, I know. Like, I think I'm Ian Porter became a pro off a handicap yeah, he, of four. Yeah. Yeah. So what was the was 
was there an opportunity to then progress into a like a professional career? Yeah. Or so what happened? Exactly? This is where um, so I think my dad supported my golf because it was more of an investment for him. Okay. So yeah. there was two routes that you can go down as a professional golfer. You can either go down the playing route, yep. which is not hard at all actually to do, because uh, all you got to do is turn up to an event and you can turn up at, off any handicap and just say, I want to play as a professional and they'll take your amateur status away and okay. then you're then playing for money. So it's not as... Oh, I see. Yeah, so okay. you don't have to be... The only reason you need to get down to four is if you want to do the PGA um, university course up ah. in Birmingham. Okay. Uh, which they do a um, like a uh, do two rounds in a day uh, to qualify. Okay. Um, to get into the the uni course, so you could do it that way right, as okay. well. And at the time, I was I was getting started to getting into coaching, even though I didn't have the qualifications. Yeah, yeah. But I studied the knowledge. Um, like I was doing a lot with um, now the head professional at Woburn, Daniel Greaves, um, and he's a like he's he teaches the likes of Charlie Hull. Um, Georgia Hall Charlie Hall the female yeah yeah and Georgia Hall won the ladies open Mm -hmm. and when I tell you his knowledge of the game was so great paramount and I I loved I I loved picking his brain Mm. Um, so he would take short game clinics and stuff I'd go be a second hand so I'd get a lot of you know, t- I knew what I was talking about. So you pick up an experience yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, often, exactly. Yeah. So I was taking a lot of then the junior um, classes that they were uh, holding up Woburn, which was which was great for me because I was like, you know, I do like this side of the game. Mm. My playing career doesn't doesn't work out. Um, but between around that sort of time, I turned eighteen. Yeah, and started. I, <laughs> I was brought up a Jehovah's Witness. So okay. My not that I, I loved my my upbringing, I wouldn't change it, but it was very sheltered, shall I say? Okay. Um, the fact that I didn't wasn't you know I couldn't do most of the stuff that someone who wasn't brought up a yeah, yeah. Jehovah's Witness. I Could know you might feel the same because yeah, being a Muslim, Muslim as well, like, again, obviously you know not drinking alcohol, yeah, and exactly, and going clubbing, etc. Yeah, exactly. You got that restriction. Yeah, being so, a Jehovah's Witness yeah. is probably similar. Yeah, yeah exactly. So when I turned eighteen. The world sort of exploded, just opened up, up <laughs> yeah. and just girls drinking. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, you're making new friends when you go out. You get other passions, and I say I've got a very addictive the beer started coming through. Yeah, the beer started coming through. <laughs> yeah, the glow up starts. Yeah, of course. Um, and I started to pick up new passions because I become. There was a point in my golf where I kind of almost stagnated a little bit. Yeah, and it was like it was like. I was happy. I was content. I think with what you achieved, with what I'd done. I didn't set goals like right. I want to do this. Then I want to, you know, do tour yeah, school. Yeah. Then I want to be in the European tour. I want to be well number f- like one in the next five years. Like I never set that goal, and I and I wish I did because I don't think my mentality would have been easily swayed. Like, mm. would I, would you say like, did you have a a mindset where you thought, right? I could be something really good or did you start to doubt yourself because I think when you get to that stage where you're almost there or you're nearly there if you have doubts like even like a, a professional or whatever you want to do whatever field you, know, you want to become yeah if you have doubts it, you restrict yourself straight away very, you? for me but I can imagine golf is very different in the aspect of it's so straightforward in football you know when you're youngster you play yeah. You didn't get to academy level, etc. You get, and then you work. It's always like a planned step. Yeah, it's like it seems like other sports yeah. like golf. Like you're saying, it seems to be so easy that really anyone who sort of plays can go down, like you're saying, the player route of you turn up one day. Yeah, mm. I want to be a pro. Yeah, it's 
probably seems so much harder to really get that it sounds it which I've never knew no that's, yeah. that's why it's interesting to hear but like it seems it's not as constructed, etc., as other sports. Yeah, a hundred percent. The tours, like as in football, you get you know conference, you know League One, League Two, Championship, Premiership. Yeah, in the golf, you've yeah. got you've got you do have like Euro Pro Challenge Tour and then European Tour. Yeah, okay. They generally speaking, they do have a kind of a link, but it's not like an official official hmm, yeah. like it's not uh, as big as the football is. Yeah, but I think that's maybe. Yeah. Where football's just so much big, yeah, so yes, much bigger than golf, like, yeah. uh, and golf's an individual sport as well, not not a no, team. Sport. No, but there's that level as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that can almost it's good and bad because when you've got a team, you kind of as a collective, you you your, your morale is higher because you're mm. you're all boys. Yeah, all yeah. But when when you're doing it for yourself, yeah, the rewards are greater. But it, professional sportsman in any sport is not as easy as people. Think. Make out, yeah, exactly. And I think I finally realised that when I started playing in bigger, better tournaments, yeah, and you start playing abroad, and then you're seeing players almost been, exposed. Yeah, they, they've been yeah. playing since they were two years old, like, yeah, you know, and they've been their parents have been so, you know, strict, strict, and strict and like that kid a few years ago played in the Masters when he was 14 oh, I years saw old. That, yeah. yeah, and he was in the pro am, or yeah, and I think in the UK sometimes you can get naive, especially in golf. Like, if you're not the best at your golf club, then you can't be the best at your county. Yeah. If you're not the best at your county, you can't be the best in England. And then, if you want to be the best in England, that's that's where you're going to possibly have a good golf career. Yeah, you need to course. get to that level. Do, yeah. And I don't think that really hit in until I was kind of sat, I kind of, I was just satisfied with where I got. I was like, I kind of almost had that attitude of being, being here. What here. age did you feel that? As in, that when did was you think that this is where I'm at now? 19, 20. So just, just a couple of years back then, really. Yeah. Well, three years, four years. But I think it did, for a little while, stop, uh, and then I sort of stopped playing for okay. a few years because I almost, I failed, if, like, um, like some rounds I turn up and I just play so badly and, like... So mentally... Mentally, it's, you, it takes so. a toll. Like, yeah, of course. proper me- takes a toll on you. And... Um, that's when I started just to lose the love of the game. Yeah. So I can only imagine like, I've played a few rounds of Onsetra and not being at the level you would play. Yeah. Golf can be the most frustrating sport oh, I have ever played yeah, in my life. Yeah. Literally one minute you go from hitting an absolute beauty of a shot yeah. Yeah. and the next one you think you'd tear half the green up. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 so yeah. I can only imagine at that level. So yeah. right saying so sort of with the training side of things, is it very different? Yes, but a lot of people say they can go to a range and they hit the ball clean 60 shots but yeah when it comes to playing in a tournament etc how different of an aspect does that feel yeah yeah it's a, it's a big one i think if i can yeah. give any advice on that to anyone who's thinking about doing golf professionally is that um it is definitely the way you train and who you've got around you it's like, important it's very important it like at my when i was playing my best i had um drew broughton who used to play for milton Keynes. uh he was a the striker who got him into I think it was promotion into League Two or League One, I think, and um, he was my PT. Then I had um, the short, short game, um, long game coach uh, with Dan uh, okay. Grieve, and then I'd go see James Donaldson for my putting sometimes. Oh, okay. And then, um, uh, and then you could also uh, have a mental coach as well. Um, so Drew, for me, was more. He was a PT, but he did help me with my mental side as well. So he was doing. Two Brilliant. things at yeah. one with me. So he he was a great guy. He taught me he taught me a lot about professional 
um, sportsman like ship and the life and the life that yeah. it, it brings he yeah. he did help me out a lot but you need you yeah. need that a team around yeah. you if you like yeah so that you can prepare to go into the tournaments and then play the same as you're doing when you're training yeah. so when you go to drum range don't think oh it's a massive field i'm just going to hit it anywhere yeah go right this is the first hole it's a i don't know links golf course i want to hit a low stinger right in between those two posts and put pick it out and play like you're actually playing the golf course. Have yeah. that mindset, So, so yeah. when you go out onto the golf course, you're like, right, I did this on the driving range. You know it. Oh, for yeah. hours. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so you link it into football. So that's yeah. it. You don't just go onto a pitch. No. If you're course. taking like, a pedal yeah, You don't exactly. just yeah. go to pit. oh, I'm just going to ping it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. train yeah, every exactly. day. Yeah, yeah, it's no different. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's the thing is people get sort of mixed between the lines of different fighter things and that. So sort of linked into how you were saying this is, so what made you sort of make the decision to stop playing golf? I see. I think you sort of touched on a bit of the mental health side of it. Yeah, and that sort of played yeah. a big part. Yeah, hundred percent. I, as I said, I've got a, a very addictive personality. So once I started going off golf and I didn't even pick up a golf club. Yeah. Uh, I turned to. I started DJing and okay. barbering. Okay. Um, course, yeah. Was my new like. Very two, good barber now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very good. Uh, two. My two loves and. The same with barbering it happened as a golf history almost repeated itself. I got to a point and I kind of, I was like, I was happy with where I got to. Yeah. And I wanted a new challenge. Yeah. And that's where really I pushed my DJing to go because I love DJing so much. Yeah. And that's music. what you do. I mean, obviously you still do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under one too many is my, that's your my, Insta, my isn't house, yeah. house DJ name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm just trying to push that and kind of live that dream and, and make sure this time that I've set far enough goals that, aspirations that I don't go, right, I'm content with where I've got, yeah, yeah. I'm going to stop now. Because yeah. I've done that every time. And it's, yeah. it's kind of taken me this long to look back and go, that's what I was doing. Yeah, Why yeah. do you keep you know, yeah. doing it? Stop repeating I think yourself, it's so. quite interesting because, as you were saying on the mental side of things, yeah. golf is a sport where, if you, like you said, you had a few rounds where you know, you, just, you weren't playing good enough. Yeah. And in a football game, if I don't play well as a winger, yeah. Charles could be on the other wing and he could <laughs> score a goal yeah. and get the it's win for us. Yeah. And what you can do as well there is, you yeah. can, if Charles gets the goal and gets the win for us, yeah. he's saved me there. Yeah. He's saved you don't feel as bad. Exactly, you don't feel as mm. bad. Your manager mm. won't kind of mm. grill mm. you in the training mm. group. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You've got the win because your team's helped you out. Mm. Whereas in golf, you hit a bad swing that way, mm. your caddy can't pick that club up. <laughs> yeah, quite lonely. It can be very lonely. So the mentality, can, mental yeah. side of things can really affect it. it. Yeah. And I guess it potentially took a toll yeah. on you on that, yeah. didn't it, really? Especially with um, sponsors, um, like a couple of my dad's you know, um, pals, my dad, they were all, um, you know, help. So when you're playing, you, you, you've got that pressure on you as well. And you're like, I've got to perform, not even just for myself, um, but for these other people as well, mm. and then um, when I won my junior club champs at fifteen. Oh, you won that? Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't I actually know that. Yeah, I moved, that's when I moved to um, Woburn to sort of get down from seven to where I got down to four. Yeah, and once you um, join as a member, you then play for that club. So when you are turning up to events, people see the name mm. and almost um, expect. Um, you to all oh, right. This guy comes from here, so he needs he, he must go out and win now. Yeah, like because yeah. you know, and I'm I am blessed that I did get a chance to play. It's the most beautiful golf club you'll ever. Where's this? Sorry, up Woburn Golf Club. Oh, actually, yeah, just two yeah. seconds up the road. Yeah. Compared to round here, like compared to like Wimmer Hill and yeah, Abbey Hill, Hill and yeah. and Waverden, which is closed down now. It because Woburn's in the top one hundred, so you do feel 
like so honored. Top 100 in the UK. Is yeah. It? Oh, brilliant. Yeah, you do feel really honored when when you've got that name behind yeah. you. Yeah. Um, I think even in school, I remember it was in year 10 or 11, mm. and I remember Elliot, me and you used to talk about your golf, yeah. talk about your golf career. Yeah. I, used to, I used to say to you. When you become a pro, I want to be your caddy. Do you remember we used yeah. to have a conversation many times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh? Working out percentages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. working out right. We're already negotiated already, like yeah. five or ten percent. Yeah. 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 No, we did honestly. Yeah, we did. I don't know what class it was, yeah. but I remember we, I used to even think of all the excitement because his golf career was yeah. almost almost starting up there yeah. and yeah. kind of going through that middle stage. Yeah, that, that's then obviously what, yeah. knowing now you're not obviously playing it in terms of on a inspirational or aspirational yeah. level yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. You're kind of playing a more you can't. You still play it, right? Uh, yeah. Right I, do you know what? Funny enough, I actually I, I hit the ball better than I ever have, <laughs> and I enjoy it more now. My short game, you lose your short game, that's for sure. Mm. But um, my long game is like I, I think it's because I've got no thought. Thought when I'm playing now is kind of saying freely. More that there's no added pressure except yeah. on you now because yeah. obviously it's everything. That's sports true. so that's much harder yeah. when there's pressure on you oh, when you know so. it's. When you like for me now, so I can't play football at all to the levels I used to be able to Injuries play again, Charles, isn't it? Injuries, etc. Yeah. and that side of things. But now, for me, when I play football, like we had a kick around the other day. We did, yeah. It's so much more enjoyable and relaxing, even just doing it as a hobby side of thing. You sort of take away the aspect of seeing this as a career, etc. Yeah, it now yeah. becomes your hobby. Yeah. It becomes so much more fun. Yeah. yeah. It's so actually 100%. almost the way I think about it as well is that because you've not got that, I don't know, the they call it on your back what's yeah, that yeah. saying you know you've got the, uh, the weight on your shoulders, yeah, on your yeah, shoulders, that's shoulders yeah, where that's yeah. been lifted yeah. you're in a situation now where your ability is still there if you yeah, yeah, like. yeah. you've got the more power in your, yeah, in your drive now wherever it yeah. might be so effectively now that's gone off you yeah. you're playing more freely now it, and yeah. if, you, if anything you're probably even better now yeah. but then if you now start to think right I'm going to dive back into as a career yeah. those, that weight will come back on and then it, could, you know, it has crossed my mind I've been, I've been playing off Lovely I could drive. do this again. I'd yeah, I could do this again. Yeah. I think yeah. I'd do it again. But I'm just like, I don't know if I can. Uh, I'm, I'm getting getting on a bit. Well, not, oh, I'm only 23, yeah. but I still feel like yeah. you need to, if you want to make it as a professional sportsman, you still need to be playing at a high level mm. yeah. around this age. You yeah. do need to. Well, I think you've seen the way like, yeah. it, the dynamics change really into football. You see now, like, youth players, you look at players are now 15, 16, 16 and they're literally through. starting yeah. their first they are. Yeah. The way the game has changed, it's, and it's probably the same yeah. adult. You like you say, that, that 14 year old playing in the Masters. I know. It's like, yeah. I saw that, my dad was looking at me like, why are you not there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, so it's only yeah. 14, it's, the level has changed yeah. so much. Just to obviously touch on that as well, obviously we'll move on to our football topics in a second and just touch on, finish off with you now. Yeah, cool. Just got one more question potentially yeah, yeah. before we close yeah, up yeah, on yeah, that. Is that, um, what would you, say to those that want to come up and do it like on a mental side of things i know you've gone through ups and downs yeah yeah as well as what kind of recommendations and what kind of advice yeah. would you give for someone no disrespect towards you earlier yeah, no, who's no, not no, quite no. made it made it no yeah yeah, yeah you'd be yeah. right in saying that's yeah, really true 100%, 100%. so for someone that has had the, went through the same you know route with you yeah what could they do different that yeah. you didn't no, that you did that is how a, can you help them yeah like, just finish that off yeah that's there. a great question Adil. i'm glad you asked actually yeah. because if that's one thing that, you know, I, I, I did have a failed career. So if I can give anything back to someone who wants to do it, do it, mm. you know, I, I want them not to make the same mistakes mm-hmm. I did. So what I would say is like, don't ever be satisfied to, to where you are in that sport. And if you always, if you think you're good enough, right? That's not the mentality that you need, you know, or if you think, yeah, I've got to a good enough standard. You need to, like, Ronaldo, for example, he trains 
like he is the worst yeah, footballer. Like so hard. Do you know what I mean? He oh, yeah. he's never Physically, happy. We've touched that yeah. so like, many times. You don't reach the level where Ronaldo and Messi, etc. Yeah. The greats do yeah. without dedicating. Like they don't have a personal life. Their yeah. life is is, is lives and breathes football. Is that? Yeah, yeah they never they're true. never satisfied, and that's. That's you the key. If, if you're not working yeah. hard, someone's working harder than mm-hmm. you. Yeah, that's so correct. There you go. What I would say to these people in any sports is just set goals and not never be happy yeah. with like your ability for that sport. Always wanting to learn and push forward and get better. And never think you're there, pretty much. Yeah, and that's how you will be the best okay. if you always maintain to get better. Yeah. So that's what I would say. No, just want to say on that as well. Yeah. yeah. I really appreciate no, 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 talking about yeah, no, it's your career. No, it's been nice because, to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. It's a good thing to say. No, I didn't know some of that stuff. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's I've been quite close with Eddie over the years yeah. and yeah. grown even closer actually since school as well. Yeah. Um, and even what some of the things you just said there yeah, yeah. and opened up a bit more, yeah, yeah. which I appreciate that. No, I know no. you never have done. Yeah, yeah, no. But we really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I think we're going to move on to our yeah. actual football side. Football. Of it, which yes. Elliot, yeah. Who is a, a big Chelsea fan. Oh, yeah. Um, big, we'll touch big, on Chelsea big, because they're very much in it's the, the main in the, topic at the moment. They're the main thing right now, yes. Chelsea, aren't they? So we'll touch on that. And there's a couple of things that we've, we've obviously discussed with Elliot that we'll run through as well. Yeah. Um, Charles, Perfect. do you want to just touch yeah, on Yeah, because I think the main topic that we sort of say on the Instagram live the other day is we're going to talk a bit about some of the rule changes, etc., that's happened in football in recent yeah. years and sort of our opinions on certain mm-hmm. things. And a bit of topics, I think there's two of them that we're going to discuss about the domestic cup, which is obviously, I think it's the EFL Cup or Carabao, whatever it's called yeah. now. Would that be scrapped, yeah. in your opinion, etc.? Yeah. And obviously the January transfer window, which yeah. now a lot of people doesn't really see the need for it because player prices yeah. inflate. So we're going to discuss them. But yeah. we'll probably start on VAR. This is well, VAR. <laughs> yeah. Probably the most VAR, yeah. You know what? I'll be honest with you. I've actually missed VAR. And, I, and you know how much it was so like, every week Premier League VAR this, VAR that. Yeah. Not hearing about it for the last few months, <laughs> it's made me miss it. Um, but it's a strange one. I think it is a strange one. Yeah, uh, yeah. I like the opinion. I like VAR if yeah. it works. I think the problem is they don't follow enough other concepts of other sports to see mm. the way it works. Like you mm. look at in like rugby, a prime example of how it works yeah, and can be so it? successful. Yeah, and like the point, the main thing I don't see the point is they've got the freaking TVs mm. at the pit side, yet the referees instructed not to use them. Yeah. What's the yeah. point of having well, them? Well, that's interesting because I've noticed that the Premier League, specifically, that do that, don't they? Where yeah, the they get told, told they're instructed not to. Like, use them. Yeah. like someone in the um, where is it? With Stanley, I don't know where the actual hub is. Uh, Stanley Park. I think it might be Stanley Park. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. you got the group of referees. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and yeah. they tell you, right, uh, Martin, uh, Michael, Oliver, whoever it might be, right, Michael, um, decision here. We think it's the red card. Mm-hmm. Michael Oliver is the first guy that's made a decision to give a yellow or red. Yeah. Should he not then go, right, you know what, thank you for that opinion. Let I'm going to go look at the monitor. Yeah. I've made the initial decision. Yeah. Yeah. Can I see, can I correct yeah. my decision? Thank you for your opinion. But yeah. ultimately, it's this, him. He's this, the spotlight. That's the thing that I don't so, get. No, I don't because get that. Because you look at other things like the Bundesliga, every ref in other leagues, they are advised to go and look at it. It takes extra minute or two, but you want it the does, right but solution. If, I don't know if it's an even aspect, like the mental side of things, is the referee doesn't want to admit he's wrong. Yeah. yeah. And, and the Premier League protects. It's yes. almost like the Premier League, the PGMOL, whatever it, it, they, yeah. the, yeah. the, uh, the board even, they kind of, like, put the, they're like wrapped in cotton wool, if you like, yeah, the yeah, Premier League yeah. referees, and yeah, there's yeah. no criticism for them. No. Um, and, I, and don't get me wrong, there are Premier League referees yeah. like Michael Oliver, who I actually rate very highly. Yeah. But majority of them over the years have made, in terms of, like, other leagues, like the Germany referees, we've just fallen a little bit behind on that. And Elliot, I'll obviously let you touch on that and see yeah. if there's anything what you think on yeah. the referees and the VAR on that as well. Yeah, well, Charles touched on it a second ago. It's, it's very interesting. Um, 
like the VAR in football, like the International uh, Football Board. Like I don't know why they look don't look at other sports mm-hmm. like rugby yeah. and cricket yeah. and cricket. Yeah, yeah, like, cricket, brilliant cricket. Yeah. When they first come out, I don't remember the same amount of dramas that we're having in the football no, no. with these other sports. No, I don't remember. And why? That's true. That, why? That, that is it's true. So, yeah. How are they getting it so wrong? Sometimes I'm sitting looking at the VAR. I'm like. What's yeah. going on here? Yeah. Like they're not. This That's is not true. helping. I don't think it's helping the referees. They need to be. No, that it doesn't because it, doesn't. it brings up. It's so, there's so much uncertainty in the yeah. air. Now we sat there on the TV, and it's very easy for us to sit behind the TV and go. It's very easy to say, oh, that's the wrong decision. But when you can see a clear light, clear light, right, he's on side. The clearest one for me recently in this season, did yeah. you watch the Arsenal United game in about October? Was that home or away? Well, away. Arsenal when we played, uh, yeah, we were Oh, away. when Van, when, when no, Van, Van was off was offside. No, he was onside. He, he was given offside. Initially. Given offside. Mm. I'm, I'm not being funny. You could have fit two double-decker buses the, in the, the gap. The funny thing mm. was, the linesman was actually in line properly. He was yes. in a great position. Mm. Bamiyang was clearly, mm. clearly onside, yes. like about at least five yards. Yes. And somehow he flagged him offside. Yes. And it's like it the United, everyone stopped. Bamiyang tucked it away. I think he digged the hair. Yeah, yeah, he did. And then there was a quiet celebration. I think Bamiyang didn't, no one really thought he was going. And then when the they got it right. They overturned it. Oh, yeah, the they goal did. But, but that to me is the clearest example of that should never. No, have gone shouldn't, to no it no. shouldn't have. No. no. But but that's, that's where VAR helps. That it yes, it does, and that's the example yeah. where it works. Yeah. yeah. But what you're saying is the other things is is interesting. Is you see like how other sports don't link it in. Is I think the problem within football itself. Yes, yeah. it's a very old school community as well. Mm. It's, it the rules haven't changed, mm. and I think the problem is a lot of people's opinions is. We don't need technology. No. Yeah, that's but true. the whole thing with goal line technology yeah, and that coming, yeah. that's been around a few well, while now. But yeah, a few when, years I, remember, now, yeah. I think it started when we were sort of at school, sort of coming. Yeah. I think just when we were back at school, it was kind and of. And everyone was saying, we don't need this. We don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it works. Yeah, so it was that famous Frank Lampard going to the World Cup, which was. I think it hit the net, I'm pretty sure. Honestly. And it obviously wasn't given. I think this is half the problem is a lot of people don't want to accept technology coming in to help the game. Well, it's needed. When it is needed, yeah. it will and change think, yeah. the game. Mm. Don't get me wrong; it can have an impact. Like I said it can make games longer. But would you rather not have correct decisions each yeah. time, rather yeah. than? Mm. I, I must admit, being a football fan, I love the bit of controversy. Mm. Controversy. I love a bit of like it spices the games yeah. up. What what it does, but when it's it. stuff like a two-footed tackle, which is yeah. high, if it's a red card, that's a red card. Yeah. When it's stuff like offside, if it's offside, it's offside. Mm. Stuff like little freaks in the middle of the pitch, little tugging on a shirt and stuff. Yeah. There's the stuff that we need. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't like change everything. No. no. And as Elliot said as well, about going back on it yeah. as well. Um, when cricket initially brought in um, Douglas, uh, not sorry, the uh, they brought in what's the, the you got snicker. Yeah, snicker, yeah. and they brought in all the the technology yeah. and everything. Yeah. I I can't remember any of the like like them getting it wrong initially. No. I think it was trial no. to an extent. And, and I think what's important, sorry, quickly. Go on, yeah, go on, there, yeah. Is that in cricket? If there's not a clear and obvious. It like, doesn't go think, return. It's the original decision, decision on the field, yeah. which I think VAR, I think the, the the Premier League ref are not helping themselves out by tiptoeing around VAR itself. That's like, a they're good not point helping because themselves. what happens? I like the way you said yeah. clear and obvious. Then, but yeah. this is the thing I've always had: is what do you define as clear and obvious in the Premier League? What do you in football? What do you define? Because this is the massive debate: is the amount of decisions you see being made at the moment. Yeah. Yet to me, yeah. 
I is clear what, and obvious, yet gets ignored. Yeah. Yet then you go 50 yards, when you don't even sit at the other end of the pitch, they then go and look at it. It's like, well, yeah, how's that yeah, clear and yeah, obvious? Yeah. I think there's, there's two aspects, the way I look at it. I've got two kind of solutions, mm. if you like. Mm. The first one is, you know when they're, they're really lucky, you see like it's an armpit or whatever, yeah. it's that tight. Yeah. Now, if the initial decision is offside yeah. or yeah. onside, and then it's, they're sat there for about a minute looking at it, then like Elliot said earlier, in cricket, the on-field like, decision. Yeah. So if that lineman didn't put his flag up, then the goal stands. Yeah. If he yeah. put his flag up, yeah. then if it's that tight, yeah. then it's offside. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what the on-field yeah. original, decision, original yeah. decision was. Now, that's one way of potentially looking at it yeah. and it could do it. Yeah. The other way of looking at it, because obviously, I think the controversy comes a lot on the um, in terms of how tight the offside lines are. Yeah. Now I thought maybe potentially another you know, offside line. Yeah. You could potentially make it a little bit thicker potentially. Yeah. To make sure because if, if if the offside line is a little bit thicker, then you know like if it's if it's a bit over that line, he's offside. If he's on that line, he's onside. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. that could work potentially. And then I saw someone. I think Arsene Wenger might yeah, have said it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's now. Like the, Eddie Ali touching that. What did yeah, Arsene Wenger yeah. said about um, the last? Since oh. he's left Arsenal, he became the, um, the FIFA chief of global football development. Yes, that's what he's now. And uh, he said back in February mm. that he wants to change the offside law that any part of um, the attacking player yeah. is behind or in line with the defender of their, like, if they're yeah, yeah. foot or whatever, that it's, even if their left was half it any is offside. Part of what they could score from? Uh, yeah, score yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so the shot, so the hands are not yeah, there, the, the hands, yeah. But okay. if their if foot's out past them, but their head's back here, yeah. they can still be um, allowed to, uh, to go onside and not offside, which I think would what do help. You think on that? I do think that would help the game a lot. And I think it gives the benefit of the doubt to the attacker. To the attacker. But, because I think too yeah. long the defenders have been getting the benefit. Yeah, of I think the what's doubt. happened is, in fact, you're spot on there. Yeah. Since VA has come in, the defenders are getting the more, like, the defenders are getting the more yeah. benefit. Yeah. But then again, if we did that rule, it really exposes the defenders. Do you not think yeah. where it does really expose the defenders? Yeah, yeah. It does, but in a way, then, if they don't change anything to VAR, then that's going to make it more decisions it 10 times harder to actually yeah. fire. Yeah. But you look at the, I think the one thing that stands out with VAR was it the Wolves game when the it was actually like a minuscule of given offside. It might be against Liverpool actually. Was it, it was, a it was at Anfield game. and that was the... T- for, was it the guy that got ruled out offside it when it was, was literally like I could yeah. tell you could fit an Anfield? Yeah, yeah Neto. Yeah. I think that new side into the Portuguese yes. one, Neto scored. Yes. I think it was the opener initially. I think Liverpool won that game in the end 2-0 yes. or 2-1. Yes. Toughest game I've seen at Anfield. Yes. And they, they were dominating and the first half Neto scored. Yeah. No one thought anything about it. Me and Dad were sat there actually yeah. thinking, oh, you know what, that was coming. Yeah, that, but then VAR checked it, and like you said, it was such a yeah, marginal decision. And obviously, being a Liverpool fan, oh, I'm glad about it. Yeah. Obviously, it was overturned. Yeah. But being a, a football fan, yeah. it's like, oh, really? Because yeah. that was a big moment. Liverpool yeah. are flying high, yeah. and Wolves have come on taking the lead at Liverpool. Yeah. That could have changed the game, yeah. potentially from a neutral perspective. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that you and Charles have touched on that, because yeah. this reminds me of, again, why... The, they're not helping themselves with VAR because there was a game I remember I think Sarri was in charge of Chelsea and it was in the FA Cup or Carabao Cup against Spurs okay. I believe mm-hmm. and there was a moment where the camera the VAR camera is almost in the middle of the pitch but the goal lines yeah, yeah so, it's so not, the angle's yeah, not great for offside and then there yeah. was a Chelsea camera that was actually running along yeah. that was dead in line yeah. and it was actually showed that I think that it shouldn't have stood the, yeah. the goal against yeah. Yeah, or, I think, or, yeah I think you're right it yeah and I was just game. thinking why are they not Using doing them. that they yeah. do it in rugby they do yeah. it in other sports why, why is the so angle simple? that initial angle yeah. and that would, should be right that yeah. would help them out 
loads. Yeah. I think what it loads. is, because it's still being kind of, you can say it's being trialled, it's trial. coming to it. Hopefully, over the next couple of years, I don't want, I'm a fan of VAA in terms yeah. of that, I believe it should stay. I think it should as well. Uh, but I feel like it will take maybe another season, give yeah. it another season, see, it should improve. Yeah. You'd think it'd improve. You can't get rid of it. You, no, now no, we've got it. You've started it. Yeah, you've started it. You've got, it's trial and error. Yeah. It will work. But why is it think. taking so long? Because yeah. in the it other sports, take, I don't, it doesn't no, matter. I, I didn't see them complain, oh, give us another year. To, yeah, that's they, exactly they, that. Do you know what I mean? Like, exactly why that. are they finding And especially it so football difficult. being like the main, main sport. Let's be honest, football is the greatest sport in the world. Yeah, we'd agree with that. In terms of like numbers, like in terms of people watching it, in terms of even money wise, probably as well. You know, the winners, like, the um the the money wise you get yeah. when you win Champions League oh, yeah. and stuff. Now for such a big sport, you'd want your technology to be Fun. right up there. Yeah, but it's not. It's, it's not, not at all, is it? And it's like the answers are there, yeah. and they're sort of looking elsewhere. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. the listeners, I'm sure you guys are. We are very passionate. About that. <laughs> yeah. We're actually sat here like jumping off our seats. <laughs> <laughs> we're keeping our distance, but like I said, we're very passionate about it. Yeah. Um, and I think we'll just actually move away from VAR. Yeah, we could probably talk for ages. Charles, I'll let you move on. We've gone to the domestic cup. I've seen this as a big thing. Obviously, a lot of other leagues have now done it. Obviously, I think Spain, they've only got the league and one cup. Germany. Germany. I think France is the same. Oh, actually, no, France have got Coupe de Ligue and, and the, uh, the other one. The other but one. a lot of the, it's a, a thing. Even Common German theme tops now. come out and mm. said it, and Pep said it, that they want it scrapped because of the amount of fixtures. I, I completely mm. agree. Personally, I don't see the point of having the Carabao Cup. The, well, it's in the, well, the English Football League it's, Cup, yeah, it's now it's, Carabao it's Cup, isn't it? So many freaking But names. doesn't that make the English League the English League, though? What's no, that? The amount of games that we have, the difficult, yeah. like, the but I can see that yeah. aspect. Yeah. I can, yeah. But I think it sort of, in a way, it takes away. I think it will make the FA Cup more special again. FA Cup mm. can never go away. No, I think there's no argument in terms yeah. of that. I think it's lost what it has had because of years. Like growing up, stuff, yeah. the FA Cup was the thing you wanted to win. Now you won a couple of years in a row, and no one really like. Well, I think we won record holders of it. Exactly, and, and again, because when FA Cup was once, you know, such a prestige tournament. Mm-hmm. And over the years, you've obviously won it a couple of times. Yeah. And that's like the only major tournament you've won. But even then, it wasn't even thought of as a no. major tournament. You're just like, mm. yeah, well done, you won the trophy. And that's, I think that's, that's what takes away some of the special. And I think like the EFL Cup as it is, yeah. never had, like growing up in school, it was always known as the Mickey Mouse Cup. No one ever wanted to no. win it. It's, no. But then it's like, like no one wanted to win it, but if you won it, you'd call it a, yes, so a exactly. major trophy. It's like exactly. that, But the, the, thing, the thing that I, I see is, like, I get your point. Yeah. Uh, I get both of your points. But it's like, I think it's a wonderful thing for um, the youth players. Yeah, very they get good played point. a lot very in good big point. clubs. Yeah, and the lower league they teams They don't well, normally. True. And also, if you think about it logically, um, the bigger clubs well, should get through to the later stages. You'd say so, yeah. 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 So the, the, the lower le- lower end clubs of the Prem haven't got as many games. Yeah. So they they might actually be better um, the next game that they play because they haven't played as many games. So they're more yeah. fit. So it's yeah, still true. interesting. And yeah. like, you might get, like, when did Leicester win, 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 win the Premier league? league? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and like, it's sometimes that game or two, the Man City just, yeah. oh, they had the extra game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't give the... Yeah. Uh, it's little bit things of, like that. Yeah. Bring so much I think spice like, to what the it does league. is the the lower league teams or the lower end yeah. teams in the Premier League or Championship, yeah. it gives them more of a chance to go and win it or have of a course. cup run. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. You know, a day at Wembley, everyone loves Ooh. a day at Wembley. Um, but what but it's it does not that is, important as well. I think as as good as the, the good values, there isn't that. No, much we stuff. had Liverpool had it back in December. We yeah. had an EFL Cup game scheduled on the same night as the uh, Club World Cup. Yeah. Now I've never seen ever in the history of football. Yeah. We had to field 
uh, under 23 That's team, right. I think it was, well, which was managed by uh, Neil Critchley. Uh, yes. While Jurgen Klopp was like right. 4,000 miles away. Really yeah, yeah they beat us 4 0 or 5 0, maybe. And we basically had to say, you know what, we couldn't go for all the trophies yeah. because it was scheduled on the same night and we had to basically give yeah. away that cup. It was a quarter-final of the um, Carabao Cup. Yeah. If we won yeah. that, we were in a two-leg semi-final yeah. at the potential Cause, final. Because the Carabao Cup, yeah, the final was early, isn't it? It's, it's in like, February. February, February, time. February yeah. Play that. Yeah. yeah. And obviously we had to give it away and because there's so many games, you're going to have no decision. It's yeah. like, right, I have to let these boys play. Yeah. Um, and then what he does is, and then what happens, it impacts like for the English teams. Like in the World Cup, if you see like England over the years, I know last year we had a quite a, or 2018, sorry, we had a quite a good World Cup semi-finals. Um, but before that, England have always had so much hype around, oh, we're going to do it, it's yeah. coming home and all that. But it hasn't happened because the our English players, the majority of them play in England. Yeah. Majority. Yeah. Now they're actually like Adrian Sancho has gone abroad. Yeah. But because they play in England, they play 50, 60 games mm. a season. Mm. Where the German, Spanish, French boys, they're playing 30, 40 games a season. Mm. So they're it's the fresh, they're, they're fresh, fresh refreshed, yeah. they're energised, they go into the major tournaments, not fatigued. Mm. Where our boys, we've got like Harry Kane, or yeah. you know, people like, I don't know, like Sterling with Man City, who play 50, 60 games a season. Yeah. Mm. Come to the World Cup or Euros, so much dependent on them, but they're fatigued, they can't do yeah. it. Well, I think this is like a show, obviously, when you've got more foreign managers and high class, like Jurgen Klopp, Pep Coyote, yeah. coming up. They're so opinionated, and mm. when we come out and said, mm. they would rather not be in this competition. Mm. Because it's just they it. Mm. Yeah. Because they don't, obviously, like you're saying, it's a trophy, but they don't see the need to have it. Yeah. And I completely yeah. agree with them, that's yeah. just my side of it. It's, yeah. But I, I get Elliot's point. Oh, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. for the youth system, I do, but yeah. obviously, I think the youth system's improved. Obviously, you've got uh, the EPL 2, now, oh, which, the uh, which is the youth league version of it. Is that the checker? No, it's a checker trade. Isn't no, it? no, no. So you've got EFL, you've got EPL two, which is basically the Premier League equivalent. Oh, yes. for the youth yes. team. Obviously, you're allowed. There's a lot of rules. You have a lot of youth players, and it's played yeah. to a high standard as yeah, well. It's true. And obviously, you've got the loan system works a lot yeah, better. Didn't Pep say something in a in a press conference? He wants a B team. Doesn't yes, he, he wants B team. Yeah. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah. I, I don't remember. Yeah, he said okay. in Spain, Spain they with do Barcelona. Yeah. Oh got, yes, you got yeah. Barcelona B, Barca B and yeah. Real Madrid Castilla, Castilla, which makes sense. Yes. Which the rules are they're not allowed to ever get promoted to La Liga. Yeah. So obviously that's why you see Barcelona B etc in the second division, but they never ever get ever close to the yeah. top. But they're they're getting the they're getting their minutes against good opposition. Yeah. Actual men instead of just playing. You help teams like Chelsea out. Yeah, considering Chelsea's players out on Literally, literally. We'll touch on Chelsea at the end. Obviously, you're a fan, of course. But we'll move on to the another topic. The final one, which is obviously the January transfer window. Yeah, this is a bit of an opinionated one. It is an opinionated. It's quite a new thing. I've also I've had a few discussions with people. Obviously, a lot of work based, and it's do you really see the need for a January transfer window now? And I sort of I can understand why you wouldn't, because you look at any play in January, you're looking at paying ten to twenty million on top of what they're actually worth because mm. teams can't afford to lose that player in January. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I think the way it should be done is more of a loan system in okay. January. This is your opinion. On my, obviously my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it should be more of a loan operated system that you don't really need as such a January window now. No. So yeah, on, on that, the way I see it is obviously in the summer we generally get, is that two months we roughly get? Ooh. I know uh, this year it might be changed. So we get August and, is that July and August it's usually? normally well, it opens up in June, doesn't it? June, yeah. Late June, and then officially June. announced on the 1st yes. of July. So Ooh, yes. officially you get two months. Yes. I know this year it's going to be different because of the pandemic. I think it's yeah. going to say about August or October. I think that's what they said, October. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you already get two months at the beginning of the season. Now, the January one is interesting because the way I see it, if someone like a mid-table Premier League team, they have a number nine striker who's ripping up the Premier League, 
in January is a hot he's a hot target. Now, if and a lower team, they haven't got the finances to be able to keep mm. hold of these players. Mm. Now they do more so. Mm. But the lower boys, like like Timmy Puki, for example, who started at Norwich, came in the Premier League and he was ripping it apart. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. if he was targeted in January and Norwich got a bit of 30 million, took it. they yeah. would have took it, exactly. Yeah. And then what happens is you've got, you've got 28, 29 days left. Everyone in the world knows Norwich have got 30 million now. They need a striker. Yeah. This is a Norwich team that's actually fighting relegation. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot is dependent now. Yeah. So if they're gonna go go to get a striker, his value is about twenty million. Yeah. That club's gonna say, "Give us forty. Yeah. We know you've got thirty. Put a bit more yeah, of your yeah, own yeah. money in it and get yeah, it." Yeah. They're not gonna do it financially. They can't do it, do it. but they have to do it. Yeah. If they don't, they don't have a striker, striker. Yeah. and they're going down. Yeah. So I don't actually. I think it can be scrapped, mm. and it should be scrapped. Mm. I, I like your loan system. That's I think it's, it's, it's like saying it's a loan. Obviously, Barcelona made use of it with uh, was it Brave White who went to him on loan. Oh yes, so yeah. I think mm. the loan system works. In that that's, a, that's that. a weird one, that break. Yeah, Very, that was weird. Didn't he play at Middlesbrough or something? Yeah, yeah, he was. I mean, yeah. then he went to Raul Vallecano, I think it was. Vallecano or yeah. Valladolid or something so, like that. So I, think this, went, I think the loan system, in my opinion, works due to the fact that if, say, your world-class striker suffers an injury, then you've got the low opportunity for someone, say, like Batch White at you, who doesn't get enough minutes, etc. Yeah. yeah, you could take him yeah. on loan for yeah, six months six just months. to fill that void, etc. Yeah. Gives yeah, them yeah. minutes as well. Yeah, but then you know he's coming back to you, so back. it's not like yeah. you're losing yeah. that side of it. Mm. And that's where you can then make your changes, etc. In the yeah. summer, where it should be done. Yeah. Would you Would you yeah, say the sense. January transfer window does it have a more of a positive impact on the bigger clubs? Like, do you think if you're at a big, rich club, can it be more beneficial than the small club? What would you say? I don't, I, don't, I don't know because I think I feel like a lot of the bigger clubs because it's there. They almost it almost gets to it, and then they're like, panic. We need to get someone. Well, that happens a lot. You see it on almost deadline. They're wasting yeah. fifty mil on some like you said, rubbish there. striker. Yeah. I don't think I mean? it does have an impact due to the fact that, like I've said, it's inflated. Yeah, it is like inflated. every player, you may have like Timo Puki, probably worth ten million on average. Yeah, yeah. Because he had that banging start, yeah. they're going to go right. We want sixty. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. because they know they can't afford to lose it. Yeah. And to, in, in all fairness, from a Norwich perspective, I, I don't blame them for putting no. that price No, I don't. No, I don't. don't. But where do you draw the line? No, you don't. Yeah. Exactly. It, it, that's, why, so that's why I just think it's, in the modern game, it's not needed. It causes, no. like I said, we're discussing it here yeah. and we're going on about it and being very passionate about it. That discussion doesn't need to happen. It's yeah. just, it's so unnecessary. Yeah. It's not needed. Yeah, no. If you scrap it, yeah. then there you go. You start, you have a whole two months to set your team for the season, yeah. and that should be your team. Yeah. There shouldn't be an off-season yeah. where you get a month. That's yeah. the season. If you can get, get an injury or two, it, the way you said it as well, the loan, even sometimes I probably even disagree with that. That's your squad. If you have an injury... So in a way, you'd want to more so with the model of a lot of American franchises, where like you've got the draft, etc. They get the draft after that. That's your squad. That's it. Yeah. But NFL... It's, it's cutthroat. Yeah, it's very cutthroat. The NFL yeah, yeah. is... Yeah. You have now the period before, like you say, in the off-season. Yeah. They make their changes then. Yeah, if you get an injury, you get tough an injury luck. because yeah, you so, get too much yeah. of selling yeah. and buying. As soon as this get match day one or yeah. whenever the deadline is, you need to make sure. Right, I've got two players in this position. I've got three players in that position. That's your squad. If your number mm. nine gets injured, that's tough. But in a way, it's a good thing because it can also help your youth. Because in like the NFL, what lot, happens? A lot of stuff you get in eight, your star quarterback gets injured. And then, then who plays? Youth, youth comes, comes in, like Chelsea, for yeah. example. If, yeah, yeah. if someone like Tammy Abraham got injured, I know, let's not use Chelsea, let's say mm. Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. Harry Kane gets injured. Troy Parrott. Troy Parrott. Yeah. He has to step up. They can't mm. go in January and buy, um, I don't know, someone like uh, Danny Ings from Southampton. Yeah, no. They can't do that. No. The young Troy Parrott will get. Okay, then there's that. Okay, it's a pressure on a youngster. Yeah. But then he's part of the Chelsea, Tottenham squad. 
mm. he's been bigged up to be a very highly um, rated player to be like, maybe potentially world class in, in his, when he obviously gets a bit older yeah. Yeah. so it gives him the youth a chance and that's Tottenham squad now if they didn't buy a backup to Harry Kane in the two months in the summer that's their problem yeah, really. that's yeah, the way yeah. I see it it's tough that's yeah. why that's my no, opinion that would work in a way I think I like that aspect I do like that yeah, I think, have we got any more topics or do you want to move on to we can move on so we'll probably talk obviously because Elliot's a massive Chelsea yes, fan yeah. <laughs> we'll move on to a Chelsea just due to the fact it's probably the hottest topic I've seen we've like. spoken about Chelsea before I think we touched about it's Roman Abramovich yeah, yeah, as well and like that. But on the live as well yeah, we did, yeah. That. so yeah, obviously yeah. we've done an episode obviously about Abramovich at the start I think it was episode Three, three. I, I think I've been two or three actually yeah, yeah my other friends who's Chelsea fan wanted to ask us about obviously it's ten years since Abramovich obviously won the league the first time, yes. and obviously how it's evolved, etc. But you can't deny he isn't back in Lampard now. Obviously with Hakan Ziyech arriving already agreed. I think it's thirty-two million. Well, it wasn't was more it? than forty million it was euros. A very so good deal. It was a very good deal. Yeah. yeah. So obviously now imminent. I think I saw today is that Timo Werner is set to join. Werner deal looks yeah. like it's. I don't know. It's not completely done, no. but I've been. It's I in principle. I think it's, yeah. it's been yeah. signed on it's, principle. It's basically right. paper. I've seen the amount of people coming out saying that's going to be. Player in his decade, yeah, he's exactly. going to be a huge. He will be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously now Kai Havertz. Oh, yes. yes. Which is that's an interesting one. Very recent rumours over yeah. the last two days. Which yeah. Is now set up is even on Sky Sports now. Yeah, I think it's very seventy key, million. Yeah, I think they've thing, done yeah. yeah seventy point no seventy three yeah. point something. Because Kai yeah. Havertz was obviously I've been monitoring his progress. Yeah. Obviously the Bundesliga restarting. He's yeah, been yeah. Hot straight oh, yeah. away. And he was linked with, obviously he's very linked with Bayern Munich, Real Madrid and yes. Manchester United. They, they, were, they were open up talks, weren't they, Real Madrid? And, yeah, yeah, eventually. Uh, I think Real can only well. offer a couple of players and maybe yeah. something like that. Yeah. And obviously Liverpool with Jürgen Klopp, Germans, yeah. so there's yeah. a little bit of links. Chelsea, yeah. not really too much links. No. Up until maybe like a week ago. It's, it's, not like a week ago, probably about last, three days ago. Yeah, three, three, about last three, 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 yeah. And then obviously Sky, Sky Sources and Sky Sports have confirmed yeah. that Chelsea want him. Yeah. I think, um, what's his name, Christian Falk in Germany, who's obviously a very credible source, has said that Chelsea are very serious yeah, about it. Yeah. Now, it's it, what it shows, even if they don't get him, it is showing Chelsea's intent. Yeah, well, now, especially in the pandemic we were in, they get, they're getting Timo Werner. Looking at, if they get him as well, Werner's what, 40 million, is it? I think 48, yeah, 49 right, million pounds. Yeah. 50 million pounds. Yeah, let's say 50. At, if they get Ben Chilwell, which are massively linked as well, yeah, I think that's 50, involved 60 as well million now. Yeah. You're looking at a 200 million plus summer. In this current, Liverpool, for example, Let's be honest, I think everyone was almost sure Timo Werner was going to end up yeah. in Liverpool. Yeah. We were like, look, we don't want to take no risk, we don't want to spend no money <laughs> because we, yeah. we can't risk it. Yeah. Yeah. Roman Abramovich, who we've, we've, there's been criticism yeah. over the years where is he not interested in Chelsea yeah. anymore? This is a man that's willing to put, yeah. who actually spent 120 million on a painting. I saw, <laughs> no, honestly, it does surprise 120 me. million pounds or euros yeah. on a painting in the last couple of weeks. Honestly, search yeah. up, you've got to see it. Me. And he's got a potentially 200 million watch. I know Chelsea, they had that ban. They sold Eden Hazard yeah. for 100 million. Yeah. The funds are there. Yeah. But in this pandemic, he is showing, oh, for yeah. one, his faith in Frank Lampard, yeah. which I love, nice. a young British manager who's getting a faith shown in him. Yeah. And two, he's going, look, in this pandemic, I want my team to be... Chelsea, let's be honest, mm. the, since he came in, I've been the one or two... With United and the yeah. City are now more into it. Chelsea are the big boys mm. in the Premier League. Yeah. last few years, they've kind of dropped back. They're now yeah. a top four kind of challenger. Yeah. If Kai Havertz gets signed, or, or Jadon Sancho, yeah. they've been linked with yeah. him, they're, they're title challengers yeah. for me next season. Yeah. I don't know what you guys think about yeah, that. Well, but it's interesting you say that, because um, I was watching on the news the other day, um, Matt Law from the Daily Telegraph, 
Um, he said that um, they've laid down a massive marker. Uh, Matt Law, is he the Telegraph? Yeah, yeah, from the Telegraph, yeah, from the Daily Telegraph. He, he said that Chelsea have um, laid a massive marker down uh, going for Timo Werner, spending 53 million in the middle of this COVID pandemic, as you said, Adil, yeah. um, which puts pressure on the other big teams in the league, um, the likes of Arsenal and Spurs, that, that, that will have to go for loans or free transfers. Potentially. Um, potentially. And it's true. Like, yeah. in the middle of the pandemic, this crisis that's going on, yeah. Chelsea are really going... They are. Right, we're gonna we're gonna come come back next well the, next season, um, and really t- prove to be title contenders. And I, I, I love yeah. that. I love that. I, but yeah, it's again, incredible. I've gone well. Chelsea just falling back into their old ways because not too you, long they ago they almost showed faith in youth. Yeah, didn't they? not too long ago we was going the youth. Now we're bringing all these new players, yeah. which is great. Which is nice. But are we going back? Where to does the that old leave Billy Gilmore? Where does that leave Tammy yeah. Abraham? Well, Tammy Abraham has been incredible. I, I know he's got I sixteen know. goals in the league this season. Yeah. My honest opinion is Tammy. I've said this before. I do like him, mm. and I don't think. But personally, someone like Timo Werner, give him ten chances, he's going to score six, seven, eight out of ten. Yeah, Tammy to me will score four or five. Of them. Yeah, he's so not there is consistent that enough. Almost a gap. If you in, think for yeah. me, Chelsea have always been known for big strikers. Drogba, you've never yeah. really replaced as such. Well, we have yeah, Costa for a little, a bit. little bit. Who, Who I liked. I Who I liked. Him. I, yeah. I think if you have him, you love him. If you don't yeah. have him, you absolutely you hate, hate him. him. Yeah. yeah. But you've always had big strikers. You have yeah, actually. Fernando yeah. Torres was a like, brilliant Torre. success, weren't he? Oh, brilliant. <laughs> well, the Champions League 2012. Fernando Torres! So things like that, it's always been there. Yeah. So Tammy Abraham, I think, will be a very good squad player. No denying that. But to me, if you've got the chance to sign someone like Timo Werner, for yeah, you're not going to pass it. You up. can't pass it. No, up. you can't. Yeah. You can't. It's, but then again, it's like because Lampard obviously they had the band. Billy Gilmore came through. Callum yeah. Hudson Odoi, Mason Mount, yeah, Fikayi Tomori, Rhys James, Tammy Abraham. The list goes on, yeah. and that's they're all come through. They're all pretty much. I think they're all English. We mentioned. For tomorrow, I don't know if he's in Nigeria. He's English. English as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's. Yeah. He's. I think he's got Nigerian, Nigerian descent. descent. But descent, he's, yeah. I don't represent England. But he did play for. Didn't didn't he play for the under? At youth, youth level. For, I might be making that up. Yeah. Like I said, they're showing so much faith, and then now yeah. they've got I've got Hakim Ziyech, yeah. Timo Werner, and then and obviously Chua they're linked with, and maybe yeah. Kai Havertz. It it goes away from. Did they really show faith, or was it just that stopgap? Yeah. Um, where they had a ban. So yeah. they had no choice but to play the yeah. new players. And because Chelsea, a lot of t- people this season, I actually didn't have Chelsea as a top four guarantee because they had no first yeah. team signings yeah. and the youth came through. So they had, they yeah. basically all their players played with the shackles off, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. There was no pressure. But now, no. next season, there's, gonna be there's pressure, pressure on Frank, Frank. because for yeah. one, he's spending like no one else is. Well, they're selling 300 mils. For, the way I see it, Man City and Liverpool almost guaranteed top four teams now, you'd say. But Liverpool yeah, less yeah. for than City, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then now you pretend to say you have to say Chelsea now. Yeah. It leaves City, I'm sorry, United, Tottenham, Arsenal, Leicester, Wolves, and maybe Sheffield United, maybe not for mm, next season. Yeah. But all of them are going to fight for effectively one place if you're going to say Chelsea yeah. top four. Yeah. But, and now, yeah. the way I see it, if Chelsea sign those players, they have to make top four. Next oh, have to. They have to. Well, that team... With the, have so much pressure on them next season. So much pressure. So much and now, then obviously, then people will say, well, you, are so, you put so much um, trust in your youth... Yeah. And you have him this season because obviously, next, let's be honest, if you get Kai Havertz, he's going to start. Yeah. Timo Werner, I'm pretty sure, will have to start. start. Hakim Ziyech will have probably likely will start. So, where's Pulisic going to go? That's interesting, isn't it? It's well, he hasn't quite hit the ground running. No. How much did this go? He has been injured. Yeah. He has, but, in fairness to him. 
I don't know what it is about him. Mark I think Jorginho never... goes. I was very shocked yeah. that you spent the amount of money you yeah. did. 58 million. Yes. I think they got a deal done in January. Mm. Well, yes. Pre-hand, and then they got yeah. it in the summer. And I always feel like, I don't know about you boys, but when my, my Chelsea, I don't know about for your team, but like when you get a player coming in from abroad, yeah, they've got a great pedigree. But how many times do you see it in the Prem yeah. that they come here and they just can't cope? With the Premier League, it's it's common, isn't it? Yeah, so it's common, very so common, common. Think, and that's why when... I think everyone, we've all got a player like that. I think yeah. Arsenal, you've got Danny Ceballos, yeah, who again it was that flair player hasn't quite done it. Yeah, you've obviously Pulisic, and we've got Naby Keita. I think the bigger who, again, player, I would yeah. say for us is Nicola Pepe this season. Oh yeah, in fact, there you're you looking go. at Pepe. Was probably didn't he have seventy-two million? He had Di Maria as well a few seasons. United, ago. United, and it, didn't when he had... United, he was Di Maria. Didn't he go? He then went to oh, PSG. PSG. Was it? Oh, he went to PSG? Yeah, he didn't play for any other English team no. from United. No, oh, okay. You had Falcao went from United. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But also for Pepe, was arguably the season before coming to us. He was Brighton's second right? best player to Mbappe in yeah, the I French know, League. Yeah, I heard this. And like, watching his highlights... The next second seen, that year as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but watching his highlights, he's like, unreal. Yeah. Yeah, he's now come to the Premier League. I don't know if it's, it's going to take time to adapt, but it will. But how much time for do you 72 give him? million yeah. should a player be adapted? No. no. Well, you expect him yeah. to hit the ground You do 100%. when he's been that fun. And it's not exactly a 21, 22. I think it's about 25 25. now. Is so he? Yeah. Well, so I thought he was younger. No, well, 20. that's the he thing. He was a bit so, of a late bloomer. Yeah. But like I said, like you said earlier, <laughs> earlier. <laughs> like you said earlier, with all our clubs, like Liverpool, Navigator, where they've done well abroad, and they come to Premier League. It's either the physicality. Maybe Kane's interest one because I don't think he's done that bad. For you. Mm. No, no. There you go. See, I, I'll be honest with you. The only reason I said that because that's the only one I can think. Because Jurgen Klopp signed. Let's be yeah. honest, they've been brilliant. Yeah. Have they? Haven't they? Because yeah. that's why we're so good right now. Yeah. 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 But Kane is the only one that I can almost think of where mm. he hasn't done too bad. You're right, and he's been injured a lot. Yes, the thing is, he's but in fact, I've, I've been watching him in the training clips. He's bulked up a lot more. Yeah. And I still really hope he's got he's got the iconic Gerrard show number eight. Yeah. Which there is that pressure straight away. Yeah. I hope he comes good. He's only 24 still, so he's not exactly old. Um, still a young guy, Navigator. Um, yeah. But then again, he was 58 million, 55, 58 yeah. million, which is our second most expensive signing. Mm. Uh, no, actually, it's Van Dyke, Allison, and Dennis Hinn. Exactly. So, he has so a... do you not think he should be at his best already at 24? Well, that's, there's the argument. Like, 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 we yeah. just talked about Pepe. So, yeah. Yeah. this is the first thing I said last week to you when you were saying that. I said to me, you're not I a youngster in class anymore. You no, be, you're not. You're not. You should be. I think almost your prime should be 26, prime. 28. 28. Yeah. yeah. Like I said before, is a player coming through at 16, 17, that's young. Yeah. When you're Especially 20, now, because you're 23, 24, you should you could have potentially yeah. been in your career nearly 10 years. There's players yeah. out there that are captain that yeah. Matty Delict, captain Ajax, to a semi-final at 19. Yeah, yeah. So that he almost feels like the younger there. Kai Havertz is yeah. he not captain at Leverkusen? I think he was. Well, he captained a few games. I don't know if yeah. he's actually he, the he second captain. He, he was great. He scored his I think first goal for Leverkusen when he was 17. I think I mentioned about Kai Havertz on our pod on our. Um, Potential, you know, that our world would about Messi Ronaldo. Well, so and I said, him, We've had him in there, yeah. That. We he did. Was, he's one of the top three yeah. that we said. I said he'd go further than Jaden Sancho, yeah. and I was Charles said no, and that's his opinion. I think he will. Reminds, I think he will. I, I watch him play, and the guy's so oh, intelligent. It must be a little I don't bit want him to go to Chelsea because you're going to be frightened. <laughs> He must be of a Van Persie, a bit taller, he's, skinnier. But he's, but, not, but, he's not, but he's not quite a striker. It's weird. No, he's not. Yeah, he's, he's, not, he's not quite a striker. But yeah. I could, when I was watching his highlights, he looked like he was always in the right place. Yeah, he was in the right place. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he correct. understood. It's, it looks like he 
understands yeah. the game he itself, does, which yeah. is great at such a young age as well. But that that will be if that obviously happens. Obviously, that's going to be a long way to go on that one. There's no, yeah. I don't think there's even open talks yet on that one yet. No, I, think I think they, have, I think they, they have, have open talks. Yeah, oh, Chelsea have now. Leverkusen come out, didn't they? Yeah. Said. They have open talks with them, but yeah. there's no okay. fee or nothing. No. Okay, because he's also said I wouldn't mind playing abroad, but uh, somewhere where they can win trophies. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. Okay. And I think Bayer Leverkusen have gone. If for the right price, we don't want to say him, but if the right price comes, he'll go. That's what they said. To okay. me, I think seventy million is cheap for him. I don't think they'll get him seventy. I think that's a, that's, a, that's surely an opening bid, isn't it? No, I don't think that's what no, they're expecting. I was about looking. Um, what's that website? It is less for it. Is There's a website online. The um, you could do like transfer transfer market. Yeah, transfer market stats and it was. Oh, yeah. spell this M A R K. Yeah, his estimate was I think seventy three point six million. Yeah. So yeah. Well, where you saying that? Did you not see? I could change a bit the other day where it's come out about the they do it every year the, I think it's CIES oh yes oh yes yeah yes four of the top five are English players are they yeah. who are they Mbappe is the top I think he's worth so 100 I believe Rashford and Trent are the other one well. he's 192 million I'm Mbappe okay comment for it uh, I think it's Arnold wow Mbappe Sancho Sancho and Rashford Rashford wow we're the top wow. five really? most like Value. So Trent must be well over 100 million then, right? I think he's worth about 176 million. Wow. How many Liverpool players are there? Oh, that was just the one there. Just the one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Arnold, and then Wales had Rashford United. Sancho was about 100 million. Arnold, was he? Yeah, that's insane, that. That's impressive. For a right back, think about that. You said Mbappe, they're all He's great, but I don't think he's like, you don't go, oh my God. No, you don't. Like Van Dijk go, what a great. Exactly He goes almost... Yeah, unnoticed, but he's there. You know he's, he's good. He's there, exactly. he's reliable. And he's still young, yeah. boy. I mean, so young, 21, so 20. young. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think, what was that? Is that have we have we touched on everything? I think so. I think we can wrap it up for today. So. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say thank you, Elliot, for coming. Oh, on. No, it's been a pleasure. Me, Honestly, yeah. it's been, been a, nice. Thank yeah, you for opening it, up again on on obviously your golf career yeah. and the mental side of things. Yeah, exactly, was yeah. obviously very appreciate with the mental health week was a few weeks back actually. Yes, it was. Like I said, that was the mental health week. Obviously, I think we have got something planned in November. November. Yeah. We're really glad that you obviously. Um, touched on that obviously yeah. if you guys have enjoyed Eric edit on let us know he's a, a good friend of ours so we would happily yeah. have him on the show we will yeah. we're happy, we'll happy we'll, we'll, we will do like insta lives and stuff which yeah. Yeah, it might be on as well but yeah. going forward in the future for other episodes which might be recorded on zoom yeah. or actual recording one would love to have Elliot if you guys oh, want to hear I'd it love Elliot to come again back, man. he's very knowledgeable <laughs> yeah, like the goal's starting again this week as well yeah. on, um, on Sky so. yes it is yes yeah. it is it's up today isn't it uh, no, tomorrow. 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 Yeah, yeah, but tomorrow. Charles, do you want to just wrap that yeah, up? And, of course, uh, yeah. just a little one to add on, because this will be out on Friday. Friday. On Sunday, this is a double special week. where We uh, we try to do them every bit often, so we'll have an episode out on Sunday at 6 o'clock as well. This will be one of our other guests, which is Tom Jones. He is a friend I've known from university. He's now a coach at Hitched Town. Uh, so if we have a guest in who's going to discuss about his coaching time, his time at university, and his experience within football. So for this week, thank you very much. Thanks again from Elliot Hughes. You've been listening to the ACSC podcast.